Welcome to the Nerd Tutorial Podcast, a podcast offering discussions and tutorials on nerdy subjects for people who aren't necessarily nerdy themselves. With you today, myself is Nerdy to George, and with me here today, my fabulous mom, my mom. Hey, and it's Mother's Day is tomorrow. And it is. We are recording this just before Mother's Day. Uh, so today's topic is going to be a little bit different because it's not a topic on a franchise or something nerdy. Oh. We're going to talk about moving as a nerd. Oh, oh, excellent. <laughs> Very timely. Okay. Yeah. So um, for those who may not be aware, I have just moved. I moved from a portion of San Jose to another portion of San Jose. So I'm not too far away, but um, I did move. You're probably 10 miles as the crow flies. Um, I counted in as about 12. 12, okay. So yeah. I mean, like we want to be right. hyper-technical. Yeah. Right, so I didn't move that far away, but I moved to a, a bigger place. Um, and I figured like now, you know, I figured, you know, not a common thing you might think about all that often, but moving as a nerd is a little difficult. Because nerds have lots of fragile stuff. Well, it's not that we just have a lot of fragile stuff. We have a lot of stuff. We love, we have collections on collections and we have all sorts of different bibs and bobs that we are holding on to and keeping track of. Just that computer. Yes, just my computer alone. Yeah. Because it comes with a 55, it comes with a 55 inch screen and two other monitors. One is a, I think it's a 38 widescreen, literal widescreen, and there's another 36 inch uh, widescreen as well. You know, and there's the desk. Yeah. Yeah. Before all the little bips and bobs. Quite frankly, every time I look at that thing, I wonder if you're hacking the Pentagon, but that. That's just me. Pop things I land, uh, I land airplanes. It looks like it could. It's quite the rig. It's a nice rig, but I mean, like, I, my laptop has, has about the same power as that here. A little under. Yeah. So. And I got my laptop of a screaming deal during Prime Days. Ha! Ah. <laughs> which are coming up here eventually. Sometime here in July. Yep. Um, I shop during Prime Days. I do, too. I do too. Again, you get some really good deals during yeah. Prime Days. Yeah. You know, um, the computer, the monitor that Pop has in his uh, in his uh, classroom is from Prime Days. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. So, some of the things I wanted to talk about during you know that I encountered during my move, but then also things I thought about during the move were things I wanted to discuss because maybe. If you have a nerdy friend or you somebody or you are moving and you are nerdy, you know, stuff you might want to consider. Well, and some of it may apply to non-nerds as well. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you had had a high volume of collectibles, I think mm-hmm. that's a that's a deal. Absolutely. And and I have a fairly large amount of boops and bobs, you yeah. know, and stuff. So, um, so the first thing I would recommend before you ever put anything into a box is to take pictures of stuff. Oh. Okay, so I'm paying attention because in a couple of years, I you, will move you, and I've been in the same house for 40 years. Yes. Yeah. But I recommend taking pictures of stuff. Okay. Especially, so taking pictures of your bookcases, setups for stuff that you either want to keep, uh, or even just how you have stuff decorated. Uh-huh. So that way, when you go to your new place, you can either put it back in the same place or you can make sure that everything is there. And you're not missing anybody or anything that came with your collections. 
Um, it also just might be a good way of keeping track of where, where your stuff is at at the, at the end of the day as well. You know, so again, like if you're saying, you know, if you know this is a box full of, oh, this is a box full of all that, that anime figurine stuff, you know, okay, cool, all right. Or, hey, I know this is a box of all DVDs and these are all, all the DVDs are kind of, you know, there. Like for me, when I was putting together the my bookcases here, I forgot what bookcases kept which which books. Well, the interesting thing is is um, and and this goes back to I I have moved children any number of times. Yes, between all of you, and one of the things that we found when we moved John last summer to Philadelphia was. We went into the storage space where um, some IKEA furniture had been dismantled or IKEA type furniture had been dismantled and we couldn't tell whether all the pieces were there. Yes. So out of that, um, I decided to, um, on the um, inside door of some of my IKEA pieces, um, attach an envelope, a clear envelope, mm -hmm. that has the instructions for how that whole piece goes together. Yeah. Um, because because we, we ended up tossing. John took um, a piece of a piece of thing, and he, and he looked at it, he said, I think I know what this is. And, um, and then when he went to put it together, he either didn't have all the pieces or it wasn't what he thought it was, and it ended up being tossed. Yeah, you traveled with something that you didn't need to travel with at the end of the day. Well, especially since it was tight in that van, mm -hmm. and he was and he was moving he was moving an entire uh, apartment in a single. We were confined to a single van because it was so expensive to drop it off on the other side mm -hmm. that it was cheaper to buy new furniture there. Yeah, which which may be a consideration to to take into account from where you're moving now again. I moved a relatively short distance, but if you're moving a long distance, you know, like, you know, there might be a calculation that says, do you sell the, you know, do you sell this while you're there or find somebody who can buy this off you uh, and go from there? I mean, like. Well, okay. So your brother did that this summer where he, he sold um, both his daughters, uh, their bunk beds and then their a lot of their furniture because it would because the cost of pods going from California to Idaho mm -hmm. was three thousand a pod or something like that. Yeah. And and the cost of moving it was less expensive than the cost of buying it new. Yeah. And so they bought them new new beds. Mm -hmm. Um so some of those standard things actually were cheaper to do that way. Yeah, and at the same time, I mean like for where you moved you wouldn't need a bunk bed anymore. Yeah, because the girls had well yeah, but those bunk beds would break down into separate beds. Oh. It was still cheaper to sell them there and buy new new in, in Idaho. Oh, I did not know. Yeah. So there's that. Um, so again, I mean, I, I like taking pictures of stuff just because I know where stuff goes at the end of the day. It's a great idea. Um, and also you can just kind of keep track of what your stuff is at the end of the day too. I mean, like I found some things that I was like, oh man, I don't know where to put this. Where did this go beforehand? And if I... In, Especially when it came to my books, like I didn't know where some of my books went on my uh, bookcases, um, and and so that also brings um, the next item here as well is, um, or one of the things I would recommend is getting blue painters tape. Oh, okay. 
because keep in mind that blue painter's tape doesn't stick to what you know yeah it's going to peel it's, off walls peels off walls is relatively light stick and you know for for me in a lot of cases with cables like this was just oh, that's perfect i'm looking at it right there very inefficient way of keeping track of cables that i don't need to unwind frequently at all uh -huh. so like i now have like an entire tupperware bun you never need to buy another hdmi cable i apparently have a st i have apparently like a small the huge store, drawer. The yeah. store storefront of HDMI cables for no apparent reason other than I have them. Yeah. So I have like a, now I have an entire Tupperware bin that's just wound up cables and electronics. Well, and I try to think of, you know, when, um, so I went through this a couple of years ago when I redid our master bedroom. Part of what I was trying to think of when I, um, when I set it up was I made a point for a couple of months beforehand of, of thinking about what don't I have now that I wish I had? Mm -hmm. Are there times when I would like to put a cup of coffee down on something and there's nothing there? Is, are there times when I would like to have a place where I could put a book readily handy or something like that? And I tried to make a mental list of those things that um, that I wish I had or wished I, I um, were readily handy. And that led me to buy a bookcase headboard. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I like that headboard. It's actually very, you know, functional in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's it's a bed with drawers, mm -hmm. which I'm a big believer in because um, it's storage underneath the bed, but easily accessible. So it's a bed with drawers. And then and then it's got a bookcase headboard, which is really nice because I've got a shelf above me that's easy to put stuff on. I've got I've got lamps on it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's got bookcases on the sides. Yeah. And, and it's been perfect. Yeah, and so... Um, I mean, going in, into my place here, I don't have a lot of new items just yet, but thinking about some more storage unit spaces, but, um, I don't really need them just yet. So, I mean, there's that, but, um, I mean, to go back to the original thing here again, blue painter's tape, I yeah. thought it'd be very useful, especially when boxing up, uh, some of my items here, because again, I mean, the tape is... You know, very easy to cut, very easy to open up, uh, you know, doesn't leave... Frogger any... tape would be the same sort of thing. Yeah, it doesn't leave yeah. a lot of residue on, on stuff at all. So it worked yeah. out really, really well in a lot of cases for for when, like, oh, well, I should either get a rubber band or get, like, a zip tie or... Uh, again, I mean, like... That's an excellent idea. That's just brilliant. Mm -hmm. especially, if you, especially if you've got some furniture pieces here that you want to keep shut and closed here, like doors and stuff like that, you know? Oh, beyond that, I I, I mean, I'm thinking about it. I use blue blue painter's tape to keep pole, tent poles together mm -hmm. so that poles that go that assemble together yeah. when you put together a tent are all in one package. So I actually have in my tent bag a roll of blue painter's tape because that way when I go to assemble the tent, I know that everything's taped together. Mm -hmm. And every time we take down the tent, we do the same thing. You tape those, okay, these three poles yeah. go together. And it makes the whole assembly thing so much easier. Yeah, and imagine if you had that with the Ikea, with those Ikea furniture, furniture features, that yeah. might have. Um, yep. So when I put, so I have a new table in, you know, what is, which is now ostensibly my office. Mm -hmm. um, and it came with one of those hex screw items there. Yep. And I have taped the hex screw to the very underside of the table. That is brilliant. So that way when I need to, so when I inevitably do move out of here some years later, you know, I know, I now know where that hex screw is and I can easily go and grab it when I need to. 
Well, see, I never, I never toss the IKEA parts because they'll give you parts you don't need mm -hmm. because they don't know how you're going to assemble it. True. So they'll give you parts you don't need. So I have a box that's probably uh, 12 by 12 by 12 mm -hmm. that is just IKEA parts in case I ever want to assemble it differently. Which will never happen, admittingly. I don't know. When, when we move, I might assemble it because I have, I have a huge wall yes. uh, uh, in my bedroom of, of white IKEA. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's got drawers and cabinets and the whole—it's it's a wall. But you'll have, but will you have a huge wall when you move to your next place? I don't know. I I think I do, but uh, because we we own a, another house that we rent out, and I think we'll move there. Mm -hmm. But it depends where where we actually move. True. So you might downsize. The other thing, though, yeah, you haven't meant, yeah. Well, yes, that house. No, that house is actually. A little bit smaller, but only because it has a great room rather than a family room and a separate living room. Ah, okay. But um, one of the things I do um, in that house, because mm -hmm. up until now we've rented it to students um, because it has five rooms. Yes. Um, is um, I get the 3M uh, wall hangers. Oh, yes. I have I have a couple of those here. And, and I give those as part of a moving package to my tenants. Oh yeah, because again, they don't mess up walls. No yeah. More. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have I have a couple of those around here um, that have that I have. I literally when I went to and I'll talk about my hardware store purchases because I've gone to the hardware store a few times. I well, I bet because I'm looking at the wall you hung, which is beautifully done. Thank you. Wow. So yeah, I, again, I can't recommend blue painters tape enough here. Um, brilliant. I've never thought of that, but that is brilliant. So the first thing I so. One of the other things I would probably recommend here as well is probably taking a look at your stuff and figuring out what you want to keep and what you don't want to keep. Yeah. So, um, now, admittingly, like, when we pulled stuff out of my closet and out of storage, I was like, oh, I don't really know why I have these. You know, and I've since don't gone down to an e-waste place and gotten rid of a couple items. So I used to have a microwave that came from, you know, two places back Yeah. when I was living in a one bedroom sort of thing with no kitchen at all in it. Okay. And I basically just gave that away at this point here. I don't know anybody who, you know, if you want to go buy a microwave, they're cheap, they're relatively cheap. They're very easy to find. And, you know, it's not going to be yeah. one of those, like, I'm not going to be able to, you know, if I went on the Craigslist, you know, it's like, Oh, it's 20 bucks. It's not probably yeah. worth it. Now I have a older refrigerator. Now I have a refrigerator from during that time here as well. Mm -hmm. That's got a nice, you know, freezer section in it. It's nice and big, um, you know. And I got that for, you know, about two hundred fifty dollars back in the day. Okay. You know, but again, I mean, like that last, you know, it's lasted me for a very long time. And it's when you live in your own single bedroom, one bedroom, you know, sort of, you know, unit here that's only like maybe two hundred fifty square feet, you know. It's nice to have a small little refrigerator like that. Yeah. Now I have a bigger refrigerator in a big old place. I don't really need it. So that I will try to f sell off on to um, either go onto like the Facebook market or Craigslist here. I like Facebook market. Mm -hmm. I'm finding that to be really useful as well. Yeah. Um, mostly because like it doesn't, it, mostly because like it's more streamlined than I think Craigslist is. And it's very, very local. It's very easy to sort for local. Mm-hmm. Uh, eBay might also be a big thing if you've got um, some stuff like that. Now, I found uh, 
some duplicate DVDs that I have now, where instead where I have the Blu-rays instead. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm like, you know, oh, well, I have some extra stuff here. Do I really need this extra stuff? You know, maybe this is something where I donate it or find somebody who would be interested in these DVDs or something. Well, we offered you guys, we sorted through our DVDs and sorted out a bunch of them. We offered them to, to all four of you and none of you wanted them. We ended up giving to Salvation Army like 30 DVDs. It's okay. The horrors of 30 DVDs lost from a collection. I know. I remember. When yeah, I, I, have, I have things I have bought on three different uh, medias and I realize it will most likely buy on a fourth. Mm -hmm. um, because we had them in VHS and then in DVD and then in Blu-ray. Yep. Yep. I, Super Mario Brothers World is a game I have bought four times now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and every time it's like, oh, well, would you like to pay $10 to play it on this new system? It's like, yes, I would. Yeah. Yep. And I'm okay with that. Yep. I shouldn't be, but I am. I think most of us are. It's easy. It's really easy. I, I want to watch a particular movie. I really don't want to go find the DVD. Mm -hmm. I can rent it for three ninety nine. I can buy it for like nine ninety nine or you know twelve twelve ninety nine, um, really easily, and be done with it and have it on my TV. Never have to plug in. It. I can just ask for it. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I mean, that. at this point now, my new the new case for my computer doesn't even have a DVD drive in it. Yeah. Um, well, I, see, I and I'm old enough that I still remember floppy disk drives. I remember floppy disks. I remember back in the day when you were in college, you had to have your own like three, you know, your three by five disk diskette here, so that way when you needed to go print something, you could go print it on there because flash drive, those USB flash sticks were not as ubiquitous, ubiquitous just yet. Um, and and John um, turns in papers. Um, he was, when he was, UC Merced, he was turning in papers on flash drives mm -hmm. and now they go to FTP sites and drop them off. Nice. Yeah. So, so there's a lot you don't need. There's a lot of items you don't need. And there's also, again, like you were saying beforehand, there's a lot of items which you, when you travel, you know, may be a lot easier to, to repurchase than to literally transport it yeah uh, I've thought about it before about if I were to move like long distance here like I probably will not take my table my desks with me or even the bed I mean it might just be easier just to not to to sell those off or get rid of them mm -hmm. um, than to travel cross country with them if, if, if that were to happen here because uh, I remember I mean because when I moved from SoCal up to the Bay Area here, um, I had the pleasure of doing so. You because, had a paid moving service. Huh? Your employer paid paid a moving service. Yes, my employer paid to move me. And so, you know, back then, that wasn't an issue for me to be like, oh, well, yeah, we'll just take everything. Yeah. Um, and I used movers again this time to pack up a lot of my stuff here. And so... Um, but I know for a lot of people that may not be an option either. Well, at the economics of it, I mean, Mark and Mark and Amanda did um, you know moved moved a, a family of four mm -hmm. in three pods, and but yeah. the pods were three thousand dollars a piece, mm -hmm. and they pack them themselves, and then they pick up the pod, and then they give you a date that it's going to be delivered, yeah. um, and and that worked for them. Um, but um, but it 
it's not inexpensive and they got rid of a lot of stuff um, and became very judicious about what they were taking and what they were leaving behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know when my sister moved from Temecula to Ohio, same sort of thing. It, it was was this was a couple years ago, and and it was like forty five hundred dollars to move her, and she moved stuff that she easily could would have been cheaper to to rebuy or, to rebuy. Yeah. yeah, it was it was actually kind of kind of she wasn't very judicious about it, and and she's got boxes she's never opened. Um, and that's and that's part of it. it. I know when we remodeled our house, which is a little like moving because you mm-hmm. box yeah. up so much. Yep. And we remodeled our kitchen, and um, I made a point of boxing things in such a way that um, that the things I used all the time were boxed in one set of boxes, and then there were other things that I I boxed and went. If I don't use it for a year, I'm going to give it away. Yeah. And eventually, I did do that. Um, so I no longer own a punch bowl. <gasps> I know. What, how, the horror. How, how will we uh, drink from the Kool-Aid bowl? I, you don't. You know, now you have water dispensers. You have the little, wa- I have the glass water thing on a stand. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, there are things, um, I think people now no longer when they get married put China on the list. Yes, we actually know we actually know a person that's getting married here soon, and um, I don't know if plateware or anything was on their list at all. No plateware. Um, I got her some glasses, but um, when your when your cousin Georgia got married, it was very plain white china. White china. It wasn't really china. It was more sort of stonewareish and yeah. and things. So people don't, because people don't want to move it. Yeah. And that's. I mean, you're not going to use it. Yeah. And people don't want to move it. Nope. I fully agree with that one. Yep. Okay. So let's get to some of the, the big key, key, key items here is boxing your collectibles. That's got to be such a pain in the ass. So bubble wrap is going to be your friend here. I gave you a bunch. I, got a, I used a lot. I used all of it, actually. I gave you, like, little rolls. Oh, I have an entire box that's full of nothing but bubble wrap. You're welcome to take that box with you if you want to. Oh, 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 no. No, no. Thank you. Oh, I may... Uh, I may take some because okay. I have something I have to send, but yeah. Yeah, but I have I have an entire box of bubble wrap that, you know, I will probably keep just in case, but, yeah. you know, God knows where I'll put it right now. So yeah. little space now, I mean, there's so much space here. Um, but no, yeah, so one of the things um, I would actually probably recommend here, especially when it comes to um, your collectibles here, is to bubble, you know, is to figure out what shape things are at and how they'll be, you know, how they'll fit into boxes. If they can be collapsed or they can be taken apart. Um, so there's a couple statues that are here in the living room, which, you know, there's a pedestal base and the figurine comes yeah. off of it. Yeah. One of them's got a sword. So that got a uh, blue painter's tape to the base. So it didn't get separated and, Pre- and, and sort of thrown away with the bubble wrap. Yeah. Which could be easy to do. Yeah, and there's... A, so, yeah, I mean, and that's one of those things here where it's like, keep all the things... If something can be collapsed or th- something has parts to it, you know, again, that's why I recommended the blue painter's tape here. You know, if it's, you know, those are stuff that you can very easily keep all switched together or, or especially on the blue painter's tape, just kind of stack them on top of one another, you know, so that way you keep all the parts, essentially. Yep. 
Um, it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then at the same time here as well, is like if you've got like really, really small things, um, keep small boxes. You know, so again, I have a couple different boxes. Um, I think what I, one of them I have right now um, is actually right over here. So this used to be a box from a pair of headphones that I got. Yeah, it's a but nice it's, size square solid box with some yeah, padding. With some padding in it, and it's, you know, I put a lot of the smaller little um, items in here into Ziploc bags, and so, so uh, again, so there's a little, so there's a little saber nendoroid that you got me for Christmas here, but it comes with like all these little parts and everything. I had the one with faces. Yes. I, I don't know why that struck me, but it just struck me as well. you can change out the different faces. Yeah. So there's like a nice, you know, happy, smiling face. There's an angry face. And then there's like a, ah, everything's going yeah. to so face. So, um, and Nenroids tend to do that. They tend to come with a lot of bits and bobs to do it on there. Um, which is why like a couple of them are not even unboxed. They're just in their boxes sitting up there. Yeah. Because I'm so afraid that like, if I open it, I got to put it somewhere and then I've got to pose it and... God forbid I lose something out of that at one point. Like, my, my favorite is the little geisha, Savory. I do like that one, too. She's very cute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, again, keep little boxes as well. Because, again, those little boxes, you know. I, so, I got a electric toothbrush here recently that came, um, that came in a nice little box. And it had, like, a nice little uh, plastic tray in it. Mm-hmm. All it was in, that was invaluable for moving. Like I was able to put like a couple different small figurines, weapons, and other things inside there, and that was perfect for moving. I, I'm still I'm still in awe of the the concept of using the the painter's tape just to tape pieces so you don't lose them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they were, they were they were great around the bubble wrap too because again you could you know unwrap it or you could write on I have a sharpie and I was writing stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, especially for one of the cables for my computer, which is a 4K cable to get. The 4K output onto the t- onto the 55 inch television screen. Yeah, like I just kind of like put a little extra bit off there. Um, oh. Sorry, my sorry. The screen wanted to go off because I didn't touch it for a little bit. Yeah. So, um, so we're doing this on my laptop instead of my computer, which normally stays on all the time. So, uh, gotta remember to move the mouse occasionally. Yeah, I hate it when that happens too. I'll be on the phone and I'll watch it go. I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, so, no, yeah, no, again, I just took a little bit of extra, a little bit of the paper, folded it over, and just did, like, 4K cable. You know, so I was able to do that with some of the figurines. I was able to say, like, this figurine, this figurine, you know. And then when I was doing that, I kept all the things together as well. So all the different collections of stuff were all kind of in the same box or in the same collection of stuff here. So, like, all the... Fate Stay Night stuff was in the kind of same box. All the uh, uh, Kogia stuff was all together. All the uh, Evangelion stuff was kind of all together. So they were, everything was kind of in... So I knew kind of where all the different series were, were at certain points here. So I knew to make sure the entire collection was complete. And again, I could go off the pictures I took to make sure I did have everything. Yeah. Makes was, complete sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tupperware can also be your friend as well if you don't have small boxes. Well, yeah, and I've used storage, you know, storage uh, containers before, food storage containers, mm-hmm. um, to to pack up stuff. That, oh yeah, that stays together. Oh yeah, I have literally about 
a dozen of those little like small little tray things. Yeah. Tray ones. Um, they're like maybe like three inches tall by like two and a half inches wide by like five inches wide. Uh, yeah. Long, you know, like I got like probably about a dozen of those that are were holding like either figurines or some sort of small bits and bobs at one point. Um, if you've got a nice collection of DVDs and books, uh, you might want to pack it yourself. And when you pack it, keep it in order. Yeah. Because, um, so I had movers who put all my DVDs um, and books together, um, and they do not care that all of Love Hina got mixed together with whatever other books I had, you know, whatever yeah. manga I had. And they do not, they do not care that, oh, well, clearly we'll move this entire like eight click eight set DVD collection. We'll just kind of put it everywhere. Put, so it, like, put it wherever it fits in the box. Yeah. Yeah. So I spent about a good, I spent about a good hour organizing DVDs and about another two hours organizing all my Japanese manga to make sure that like, where was this in the stack? Where is volume number 13? I have like volumes 1 through 17. Where is number 13 right now? It's here in this box. So if you have the opportunity to pack your DVDs and your books um, together. Yep. They will. That absolutely makes sense. I'm sorry. The screen just went off again. I was trying to, just trying to do an update. That's why. Ah. So Apologies. No problem. Yeah, tomorrow is fine. Trying to tell my PC to, you know, to not to not be not to be a prick right now. (laughs) Or my laptop, rather. Yeah. Yeah. My laptop. Trying to ask it not to be a prick here. If it if it could if it could. Hold off being a prick. Yeah. So Be a prick later. I'm going to see if I can't just go into the power settings real quickly and turn off uh, turn off some of these settings real quickly. If it will if it will be so generous as to let me. There we go. Power and sleep settings. Uh, so one of the questions I have for you, cause, because you, you have set this up pretty quickly. I mean, it, it looks really nice. And um, I guess one of the questions I have for you is, is did you know, you know, when you were, were looking at apartments um, and, and you looked at apartments and condos and. Yeah, I looked for, uh, yeah, I looked for about a good, like almost two months. So, so were you, were you sort of mentally laying out your furniture? Yes. Yeah. Everywhere I was going. Because everything fits really well. Yeah, everywhere I was going, I was mentally kind of figuring out where stuff would go. Um, now, the office, for example, the intention for me was to have the three bookcases that I have um, side by side with one another. Uh-huh. And the idea was that the you would have the two taller ones at the end, and then you'd have the smaller one in the middle, so it had kind of like the, that kind of like tiered aesthetic sort of yeah. thing going on. Um, but then, you know, so... When you're looking at places, bring a tape measure. Yeah. Because um, it didn't fit? No, it didn't fit quite that way. So I had a little bit of struggle trying to figure out where I put the second table, um, which I had already ordered by that point, and where do I put this bookcase at. Um, I think where I've put it at now works out for itself. Um, you know, 
uh, the other thing as well when I was looking at places were windows. Um, because windows are the enemies of collectibles. Oh, because they fade? Well, not just because they fade. It's just that because if you have a room that's got like two windows on it, mm-hmm. that means that one of those rooms is going to have a closet on it and the other one's going to have the door. Oh, so you're not going to have any place to put put the... Bookcases okay. without like literally blocking out windows. Uh, so, like, for example, if you were to go to the unit above me, um, the office room has another window where the window, where the wall would be that where the monitor is. Okay, on that far end. Yeah, so that would make it a lot more difficult to have a second, um, to have, you know, more bookcases up against that wall. Now, thankfully, the way I've laid out that room, you could do that without too much of an issue. Yeah. Um, so the windows wouldn't be too impactful necessarily, but... You'd basically have a window. You'd basically be losing a window at that point. Well, which was and, something and, and I, and I looked into. Well, and uh, this is one of the considerations whenever you lay out where a computer is going to go, mm-hmm. because you really need to think about what's going to cause glare. Um, and having a um, computer with a window behind it doesn't work. There are some angles at which it doesn't work. So, so you know, two things. If, if you're Looking at a monitor and there's a window behind the monitor, that that doesn't work. If the window's directly behind you, there'll be times of the day when perhaps that doesn't work, depending on which way it's facing, mm-hmm. um, because you'll have sunlight coming in through that window that hits the computer monitor. So that's a that's a whole another discussion. Yeah, and that was that was part of my logic when as well is that when I was looking at places, um, was. You know, how would I fit stuff into certain rooms? Because, again, there, in, for me in particular, um, the bedroom could be a smaller bedroom for me. Mm-hmm. But the office needed to be a bigger room because I knew I would be living, I'd be in that office a whole lot more than I would in the bedroom. Well, you sure. even talked right, with some of the places you were looking at it, at, at living in the second bedroom and using the master bedroom as an office. Yes. Because I know we talked about that. Yeah, there was a couple places in which... Um, I mean, there was one place, for example, where like it went into the, into the, the second, into the, the ma- what would have been the master bedroom. And it was huge. It's like the size, it's probably, it was bigger than what is my new living room here now. Wow. Was the master it's bedroom. A big living room. Yeah. And like, I, I remember being in there and be like, wow, this is a great space for an office. I can see this desk over here. I can see all my bookcases right behind me and the windows are in such a way that. They're not going to, you know, that they're all the way at the very end. I can blind them or uh, so I won't have a glare. So I won't have that, that issue here. And then I was looking over at the other bedroom. And it's like, hmm, how would this work? Because typically your master bedrooms uh, would have your walk-in bathroom into them. Yeah. And for me being in what would be the second bedroom or the, the guest bedroom or the uh, at that point here, doesn't have a walk-in bathroom. Yeah. So how does that work? You know, so I even practiced a few times where I was just like, do I go to this bathroom or when I need to go take a shower, do I go to the office bathroom? You know, I was like, which one ends up being, you know, because the office bathroom, or rather, excuse me, the master bedroom tends to also be the bigger bathroom in some cases. Yeah, yeah. The better, um, better, better appointed. Yeah, and so it was always just kind of this More feeling of like, space. Yeah, and so it was this feeling of, for me at least, was that if I had the second bedroom as an office, you know, does that bathroom does that bathroom become the guest bathroom? And then at that point here, whereas if I was in, as where 
normally the master bedroom would be the master bedroom, not the office, you know. So th- yeah. that was a thing for me, which is not, probably not typical for a lot of people, but like yeah. that, that what, and again, I mean, like it was also a logic of like, whereas look, physically I would be, the, the apartment style as well was also a concern for me. Yeah. I ended up picking uh, a, a complex over a building uh, style at the end of the day. Which was is not too dissimilar to what I was beforehand. We refer to this in the industry as garden style. Oh, okay, garden style. My apologies. But yeah, no, 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 no. It no, it's it it it's interesting because um, we we pref- we refer to this as garden style because you've got gardens kind of all around you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is not too dissimilar to what was one of my one of my other timeshare properties I worked for when I was still working in hotels. Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, it was literally we used it was to Wyndham. Um, yeah, so it was literally a renovated apartment complex that got yeah. turned into timeshare by Disneyland, right over by yeah. Disneyland. And funny enough, one of the one of the engineer, one of the maintenance people that was there, used to physically live at the complex at one point. So, yeah. uh, so there was that. But uh, yeah, I thought about buildings as well. I think the re- the only thing I think really kind of turned me away from the buildings was the parking. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, they did have all the parking complexes inside the building. Um, a lot of them didn't necessarily have assigned parking, so you could... So this underground garage, basically. Or, or no, a lot of it actually was in the center of the of the building. Oh, okay. So, like, you'd have the center of the building would be all parking complexes um, and parking garage, and then all the outside exterior facing would be all the actual units. Yeah. So you wouldn't have, like, a garden-in sort of perspective at all. Yeah. Um, and those all had a lot fewer windows as well. I mean, like, yeah, um, this has a lot more windows, which I think brings a lot more life into it a little bit more. Um, because the natural light, I think, really does help out. Yeah, and and I'm a natural light person, so um, so I'm big with not, you know, being someplace where where you have to block windows to fit everything in. Yeah, was had I still been living in a. Had I still been working for the hotel and working overnights, now yeah, that would be a much different story, you know. Like, yeah. But this works out really well for me. Yeah. Um. So again, so DVDs and books, pack them together. Other thing to keep in mind of when you're packing books, books are heavy. Yes. Do not put too many in one box. You can outweigh the box. Oh no 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 no! Put, you know, get smaller boxes for books. Yeah. Um. I had these much, much smaller boxes than I would for the for other items at the end of the day. And even then, even this small little box was still very heavy. Yeah. So um, so kind of keep that in mind when you're doing books. Because, again, even my mover, even the mover guys were like, oh, you have a lot of books. I was like, yeah. ah, I do. Sorry. Yeah. Um, if you've got uh, props in costumes, yeah, those are probably... Not and not all nerdy people sort of issues here, but again, things to consider here is that like cosplay. You know, again, um, now I have a number of cosplay costumes here. Yeah. Um, and so I put a lot of so a lot of my costumes now I put into um like like suit bags almost garment bags. Yeah. Garment bags. Okay, yeah, that's the technical term for it. Yeah. Um, because not only because so as an example here, like my Eggman costume. There is um, the mustache and the glasses and a couple other items to go along with it. The boot covers. The boot covers. Um, I also have a 
so you have again Dr. Robotnik here who has a whole bunch of different pieces to him. Yeah. Um, again, you have the boot covers, the mustache, the glasses. Um, I have about like a dozen pair of white gloves. Yeah. Um, because you, I found these nice kind of like um, museum handling kind of gloves almost. Ah, yeah. And you wear them, you know, like you'll go through them by the end of the day here. And they'll just get like dark and dirty from all the different stuff you've touched and everything. So they don't look white and pristine anymore. Yeah. So like I just have like a dozen of those in there. I also have um, some powders and I also have like some makeup powders and stuff. Yeah. So that way um, when I go through there, I can contour my head to look yeah. a little bit more uh, balder because yeah. I'll shave my head. Yeah. And so I put a little more foundation on there. So that way when it gets to be midday my hair starts growing again like oh no 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 it's you don't see it as much and yeah you know so it just makes it look nicer but again having it all in the garment bag means i can store everything in there right away doesn't get and, separated and, yeah and all, and all the pieces are together i have that with my uh with my jedi costume uh with the wildstar costume as well so a lot of those are in garment bags um at the end of the day and then to move them i put them in space saving bags as well Oh, so you suck the air out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that with uh, my plushes as well. So I have a very extensive collection of flushed animals. Yeah. Uh, now, the ones in the living room are too big to put into a space saver bag. Yeah. Because they're um, bigger than, you know. Jigglypuff. It's, 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 again, it's Jigglypuff. I mean, like. like yeah, you couldn't do that, Jigglypuff. I, you could. It wouldn't be nice. Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff would be very upset with you afterwards. Yeah. Um, but no, so like there's some big items like that that I couldn't put in the space saver bags, but the, a lot of the smaller stuff I could put in space saver bags and they save a whole bunch of space. Yeah. Um, so, um, but when we get to costumes here, again, space saver bags might be your friends in that case here, um, to save stuff, save, save space here. They're also just really useful. Like there's some costumes that I haven't worn in a while that like putting it in a space saver bag, you know, just gives me the kind of that like. Okay, well, I know it's there, and so if I want now realize realize when you go to take them out, you're going to have to fluff them. Yes, they're going to be all sorts of wrinkly. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm very aware that um, I'll probably want to put them through the dryer, or, yeah, or um, put them into the shower with me when I take a nice steamy shower or yeah. something or bath. Yeah, exactly. Um, just to give it a little bit of fluff and, and volume back to it. Yep. Uh, the other interesting thing here as well is if you've got props, you know. I've got a number of, I have like at least a good sword. Yeah. You know. Um, lightsabers. I have some, I have lightsabers that, again, I, to this day, even when I travel with them, I keep them in the box. Yeah. Because the box has, came with, with um, bubble wrap around it and there's, I have a little like fanny pack that I, that comes along with me that has all the little like has all the Allen wrenches, extra batteries, the different caps that go along with them. Yeah. That was all in that one box, so I'm really thankful of that because I remember when moving the television, the movers guys asked me, so you still have the, the box for the TV? It's like, who keeps the box for the TV? Yeah. Who does keep the box for the TV? Maybe if you have a huge garage. If you have a really big garage, maybe, but I mean, like... Yeah. Us apartment dwellers do not get garages very often. I've gotten yeah. a garage. Yeah. But even the one I have now, I share it with somebody else. And yeah. I'm just like, I'd store stuff here, but I don't know. 
Well, it depends, you know, who yeah. you're sharing with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, take count of your cosplay at the end of the day. I mean, like, I can only imagine people who dress up in, like, the big, like, space marines or have really big parts to their costume probably have a lot more difficult time moving those costumes. Yeah. Um, but also kind of keep into a fact of how you would move it normally when you went to a convention. You know, that might be the best way to travel with it. For me, when I've gone to conventions, I've purposely made sure that my co co costumes can fit into bags. Yeah. Even Gyarados, which was, again, which was almost like 10 feet long, you know, almost 40 pounds on my shoulders. Like, I still made sure that when I was making him, that you could take him apart into segments. Yeah. It's that way when I put him into the bag, I could collapse him at the end of the day and I could... Um, do it in such a way that it wouldn't be that he wouldn't be uh, every that you know that it wouldn't be like okay well I built this giant thing now how do I make it get into the bag yeah you know that that's the thing you have to consider when you're making cosplay in general um, you could almost decorate with Gyarados you could I I really want to I really want to make it, the original intention of was of Gyarados was to make him this giant plush yeah. Um, and then I found that when I made him, when I was trying to make him as a plush, he just would not, he was not rigid enough to, to keep his form. Out. Yeah. Um, which is then when I tried to make him out of silicone, which I knew would keep its form. But even then I was like, you know, now, now is now thinking back to it, I was like, I really should have figured out a better way to make him into like a plush. Yeah. Cause he would have been a lot softer and potentially a lot lighter. But even then, even some plushes are really heavy. They'd be heavy. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, they're just large. Yeah. So. Uh, maybe there's a foam, chicken wire foam sort of... Solution? Potentially. That or fiberglass, foam fiberglass. Yeah. You know. And the thing is making it durable, because I, you know, I, I think, okay, so I use uh, clay mache sometimes, mm -hmm. but it's not that... It breaks. Actually, I think, I, think, I think if I could find a plastic tubing that was rigid enough but lightweight enough that I could layer it in foam, that you could get away with Gyarados. Because you could cut it up into the segments, surround it in foam, and build each one of the different little Gyarados segments to them. We'll go visit Tap Plastics. Yeah. It's a fantastic plastic place. So, yes, yeah, so speaking of weapons, you know, like, leave, you know, I don't normally keep boxes for stuff in a lot of cases. I'm really, really thankful I kept the box for one of my figurines, mm -hmm. um, which is my... Um, Megatron Dragon Transformer. Because having the box for that and being able to put it back into the box was really, really thankful for that. Well, I have a beautiful Captain Marvel, and, mm. and I have her box. Yeah. And again, like, the the packaging for it alone is, is worth it here. It makes it so much easier to transport them. Yeah. Um, and so, again, if you have boxes like that, keep them. You may have already tossed them at this point, but definitely worth keeping them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Plus, it helps on resale. Yeah. If you decide to re resell it. Yeah, if, if there's a point in which you decide to resell it here, the, the boxes. In Japan, actually, like, a lot of the... You remember that store we went to with all the figurines? There were several uh, stores we went to that had, were, that were reselling figurines. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the value for those figurines comes from the, having the box. Yep. And that was a big deal. Like, I remember... Like, the price remember, difference between them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could be about an extra, like... 15 to $20, if not $30 less in some cases. Now, for me, who just wants to display, you know, like, that's a perfectly fine 
trade-off for me. Yeah, you're not going to resell it. You're not there as an investor. No, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so the other thing to consider here is how you're getting it to the next place. We talked a little bit about that where yeah. with the furniture and stuff, but um, if you have the opportunity to, and, I, and again, I did, I moved a, a, some of my stuff here ahead of time. So um, so my bedroom, for example, I have like this cube storage system with the from Ikea with all these like plastic pouches and everything. Yeah. I moved those all ahead of time. Well, you have a Prius, so it's easy to... Yeah, so I was able to like just collapse one of the seats and just toss a whole bunch of stuff into the back of my car. Yeah. And I was able to move that. I moved a, lot, a couple of my... So the cubes? Yeah, so the cubes, the cu- not the cube storage system, but just the individual the cubes. cubes. Yeah. I was big, and it had all my clothes in them already, so I didn't have to like unfold Unpack, everything. Yeah. yeah. It's very easy to just kind of dump everything in there and... That's true of drawers too. Um, I mean, if if you're moving furniture, a lot of times the drawer is as good as a box. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so he was able to move those over. I was able to move um, some of the computer parts over. Some of the some of the figurines I was able to move over as well. Um, the prop weapons like the swords and stuff I was able to move over ahead of time as well, which made things a lot easier at the end of the day here. Oh yeah, um, I was able to move over. Captain America's shield, the Infinity Gauntlets, um, Thor's hammer. Like, was able to just move, the, just literally able to just kind of like put them in the back of my Prius, park in front of my apartment, and just walk them to back and forth. And so, um, I think that did save me quite a bit of time at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, now, yes, it does take time to move them, um, but again, if you're, but the other concern here as well is if you're moving a long distance here, you know. And you have to drive there, like, again, like, in the case of John here, for example. Yeah. Um, it would not surprise me if, at the end of the day here, like, if John had, like, a moving company, like, if he didn't take some of the more, like, value, valuable items in his own car here at the end of the day, that maybe that is the... Um, the box that disappears? Huh? The box that disappears? Well, not necessarily the box that disappears, but more or less just the notion of, like, maybe he takes the Green Ranger costume and... Yeah. In there, or maybe he takes the, um, the uh, he has a Lord of the Rings sword, or uh, no, he has long cloth from Game of Thrones. Excuse yeah. me. Like maybe he takes that into his car, and maybe maybe that travels with him in his car as well. You know, stuff like that. Well, as green, as green, a, green. So the green range. So we had the we had the cargo van, and um, and his his Prius mm-hmm. to to move, and so I drove the Prius, and the Prius. Yes. I, I had a hard time seeing out the back window. Um, and we ended up, as the boxes settled in the cargo van, mm-hmm. finding a space to actually put one of the boxes that was in the Prius um, so that I could see better. But, um, but yeah, the, the Green Ranger actually went packed in a hamper with clothes. So the shoulder pads mm-hmm. and the helmet and, yeah. and those pieces... Um, Went packed, um, packed with clothes in a hamper. Yeah, uh, I've I've grabbed... clean clothes. Huh? Clean clothes. Yes. Well, I mean, the hamper was used as a container. Yes, I, I've yeah. used my hamper as containers before too. I mean, like, yeah. all my blankets and towels all went into one of them when I moved here. Yeah. 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 And even a fresh load of laundry, which was stacked on top of new laundry, you know, yeah. got moved over here as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so maybe that's the third. Uh, that's maybe that's another thing here is that like don't overlook what you have to transport stuff in. Again, drawers and hampers and stuff 
could be very useful for transporting stuff. Well, and, and I'm going to throw in a different thing because a lot of people self-move. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one thing to have friends helping you carry furniture, helping you um, uh, load a, a, a truck, mm-hmm. okay, helping you unload a truck. It's hard to have friends pack for you. Yes. Because they don't understand how you use things. They don't understand what things stay together. They don't understand the things you use most and need the, the quickest access to. Mm-hmm. And they won't, and they'll label the box something you won't under, you, you won't be able to interpret. Yeah. And um, my movers labeled a lot of my stuff toys, which was very disingenuous because some of it is toys and some of them are collectibles. And I was just kind of like, oh, where is it? Where is this? If, the other thing here to keep as well is that, um, keep, keep things you need together. I, for a long time, could not find the rope to my television. Yeah. And so, um, thankfully, I, thankfully the power switch was accessible, and I've connected my TV to my phone so I can use my phone as a remote. Yeah. So I was thankful in that particular respect. But not everybody's going to be able to do that. No. So, I mean, like, if you have a remote that goes with your TV, maybe you blue tape that to the TV when you put it into the box to move it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I wish I, I wish I had thought to do that beforehand because that was for a while like looking, and then when I finally found the remote, it was with the parts for the shelves. Yeah, I did. I wouldn't think so either because again, like because my, because it was close by, and and that was the box that was open. Well, the shel- well the shelves like they just kind of so the shelf boards they took out, and they have little pegs that go along yeah, with it that they right, yeah. put into a box essentially. Uh, and and there, that's worth a comment too. Ziploc bags are also your friend. Yes. So uh, you know, a lot of us have shelving that has the little pegs, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that determines the shelf height. And um, and those should go in a Ziploc bag and blue taped to the shelves. Oh yeah. Just saying. Butcher paper is probably a really great way of packing stuff as well. I had at least good three boxes worth of. Um, Butcher paper, yeah, that everything got wrapped in, mm-hmm. even yeah. just to fill out space in some places as well. Yeah, just to keep things from shifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, if you are going to if so if you're going to move, you're going to move. Okay. So then there's the actual move. Uh huh. Um. You know, it's weird when it's so. This was the second time I moved, and I had some people actually move me. Yeah. Um. And I opted to do that mostly because I had a lot of stuff that I knew if I was moving myself would take me a long time to do. I offered to, you know, I know, I to, know. To, I, to help. I, I, I know. Um, but I wanted to just kind of get it done and over with. Yep. And I figured I work for a South American rainforest distribution company. They pay me really well. Um, you know, and I could do this, so I did it. You know, no, I mean, sometimes, and and that's one of those decisions you make too. Mm-hmm. You have options. You have you have a, you know, you you have the option of renting a vehicle, in which case, um, don't look at it as cubic yards. There are sites online that will tell you what you can expect to fit it in terms of how many rooms. Mm-hmm. And everybody's different. Some people have more stuff than others. I have a lot of crap, but. Um, 
but they can tell you this size will move a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. Look at that information because none of us are capable of really figuring out cubic, you know, cubic uh, yards or cubic feet um, in terms of space in a van or in a in a truck. Yeah. Because we don't understand what that's going to fit into it and how high you can go in it and, and what you can stack on top of each other. Yeah. So. Look at look online for the information that tells you in this size van I can move a one bedroom apartment, a two bedroom apartment, whatever. Yeah. Okay. The you know the next thing is, um, you know if you're going to move yourself, mm-hmm. you know is there is there an option because if you're going a distance to use the pods where they'll deliver the pods for you and you're not having to rent and drive the truck because most places the cost to drop a truck in another location. Because they have to put it on a rail car to move it back to, yeah, to where, there's, there's where it's supposed to start. There, yeah. it's, it's a huge cost. Um, we priced it with for, for John's move with several people. And, and it was it was so expensive that it would have been cheaper to hire to do what you did mm-hmm. and have it go in a van. The problem with having it go in a moving van, if you hire a moving company, um, and you're going a distance is that um, they will stack your stuff in the van and then somebody else's stuff and then somebody else's stuff. Yeah, so there's a, pro- a possibility that... And it gets dropped. So so what they look at is in the direction I'm going, mm-hmm. I'm going to pack this this vehicle for what gets dropped first, second, third. Yes. And they may have they, the, the huge vans, moving vans, will have several people's things in them. The problem there is is that you're dependent on them for what day you arrive. You can't dictate what day your furniture is going to arrive. So then you're st- stuck waiting. That that's true of the pods as well. Mark had to wait for his pods. He had to be there the day his pod was arrived, and then he had like 24 hours in which to get everything out of the pod. Which is why why I I flew to Idaho and helped him move everything out. Ah, uh, okay. So um, so you have all those considerations. Um, I think I think most people, you know, if you're going a fairly short distance, actually move themselves. Yes. And that has its own limitations as well. When I was living in like, when it was li- when it was right after college, I was living in basically like family houses, and I was renting a room out of them. I could move myself in about four moves. Yeah, in, a, know, in all, about four, all, four 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 carloads. Yeah, yeah, four four or five carloads of my stuff here. Um, you know, I could do that fairly easily on my own. Yeah. Um, even when I was moving apartments, you know, or when I was moving in dorm rooms, I got that down to basically like a couple moves here. Yep. Um, you know. I've moved all of you in and out of dorm rooms. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, you could do that fairly easily. You know, in my case here, again, I moved across, I didn't move that far away, so I could have moved everything on my own. I think if I did that, though, it would take a lot longer for me to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, so you're, you're talking about, about 20 Prius loads and, and a cargo van to move the furniture. Oh, yeah, at least. With, the, you know, a couple cargo van loads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we talk about boxes? So the, the trick with boxes really is the more boxes, the same size, which is why moving boxes work. And you can rent moving boxes so you don't have to buy them. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the deal with moving boxes is they're the same size, so they'll stack nicely in the vehicle. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a stupid little thing, 
but the more containers you have at the same size. So, so if you, if like I have containers for fabric and I keep buying over and over the same brand container, the mm -hmm. same size, or I know the measurements of it. So, because they'll stack. Oh yeah. And they'll I, stack I, nicely. Yeah. I'm thinking, actually literally thinking of going to my local hardware store just to buy totes to to carry my, um, my um, fabrics that I have that I, that I have just kind of waiting around for yeah. stuff here, um, just because I know it will stack. Just because I know it will stack easier in that case. Yep. Um, and if I get them in the see-through clear, I can see what's inside of them each each time. Yeah, and that's what I have. So I have them in see-through see clear um, boxes because mine's you know quilting fabric and other kinds of fabric and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of mine is felt. yarn. Yeah, and um, or fleece, excuse me. Yeah, and and so um, the same size container, mm -hmm. because the you you just compact so much more efficiently. Oh yeah, um, it really will make a huge difference. I think at the end of the day, because again, I had, and now again, I I come from my weird job of the South American Rainforest Distribution Company. We get the boxes after they've been put together, essentially. Yeah, and forever trying to stack these various size boxes and they're all and again like you would think from a from that my company at the end of the day would make the boxes so they all stack nicely with one another i've often wondered if that's why you get a lot of things in oversized boxes with lots of packing like the the inflatable things mm -hmm. in them um I, I assume that's because when they're when they're packing and they're trying to stack and keep things in the same size box you would think so but a lot of those packages don't stack well at all Okay. Yeah. Again, I'm I'm forever kind of confused sometimes because you 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 will get like the like the comically large box that has like you know the one like little like uh, you know foam bat in it as an example or foam foam, yeah. foam item in it, um, but that's because that's the biggest box that they have that'll fit that item in it. Okay. Versus uh, like because we get them all the time and they're not stackable. Yeah. They're really not. I mean, you would think they would be, but they're not. And they, and so when we're putting them into our bags, we're putting them onto our shelves. They don't always stack nicely. Yeah. And that does become a bit of a problem. For um, that becomes quite a bit of a problem as the day goes on because again, like when you're beginning your day, stacking your shelves is not quite so bad. But as the day goes on, like all these boxes are on top of one another and they don't stack nicely at all. So when we get them into the trucks. They also don't stack nicely in the trucks either. Well, so so when uh, we knew John would be moving, for the couple of months beforehand, I started collecting, because um, our our company uses a lot of paper, and we order uh, cartons of paper, mm -hmm. and those come in nice boxes with lids. Yeah. Um, and um, and so I I let I let um, the person who manages that know, mm -hmm. I have a child who's moving soon. Could you please save me all the boxes? And so, um, and those boxes, again, all the same, uniform size, like yep. banker's boxes. Yep. Uniform size and, and easily stacked. And, and with that, lids. Huh? And with lids. And with lids. Um, and they pack so nicely. Oh, yeah. And then one of the nice things I found with the, with the moving boxes here as well is that when I, I would collapse them in, so I would collapse them down and then I would fold them in half and they fit inside a box. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was able to, like, pack them all inside those boxes. Yeah. For the next time you move. Are you saving them? No. Oh. I tossed them. 
You toss them. I'll put them in the recycling bin. You can resell them. You can rent them, too. Who knew? I did not yeah. know beforehand. Yeah. You can you can rent, you know, there are a number of places that will rent you moving boxes that are all uniform size. Hmm. But it makes a huge difference to have them all be uniform size. Oh, yes. I think they really did help here as well for yeah. me. Um, Even before, before you're loading the truck. Be able to stack them in the corner of your living room and have them all stacked n- nicely and, and take less space. Well, and so I actually think I have pictures of when I got them all here, all the boxes here, because that was a... Um, it happens, because you, you're going to pack over the period of a couple of weeks. Yeah, so that's how everything yeah. stacked yeah. for me. yeah. And and so being able to stack things nicely and have them take as little room in, in because when you're packing you're trying to conserve room too. Oh yes, very much trying to conserve. So you have room to move around. Yeah, uh, there was a time here where like there was a, quite a number of boxes and even actually when I moved into the, my into my last place I remember all the boxes basically blocked out the window for a while. Yeah. Um, because it would come home from work unpack like a box and then like go back and then go to sleep and then like come back the next morning and when I woke up and try to unpack a box before I went into work. Yeah. Um, and I got almost all the boxes down here. There's a couple left lingering boxes, but they don't have anything in them. So. I mean, well, no, I mean, you're, you're pretty well unpacked. I'm impressed. Oh yeah. Well, I spent the week to do it. Yeah. You took time off. Um, also make sure you label everything. Yep. Um, I was very grateful. So, like, the first things they set up were the kitchen and then my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next two days were basically the office and the living room. Yeah. Uh, and having having all the stuff labeled for kitchen was very useful at the end of the day. Um, because was, I was able to be like, oh, okay, this is all dishes. This is all placeware and everything. Like, you know, oh, I, I know what these are. These are the weird bottles of alcohol that I don't drink that I keep just in case. Well, but if you have guests. Yeah, for when I have guests. Yeah. Uh, so it was very nice to be able to unpack all those and be able to say, like, okay, kitchen, down, good, done. Yep. Okay, bedroom, got all those items over here, done, good, got it, okay. And then all, the, and then I, and then they asked me, you know, I was like, oh, do you want us to put the, do you want us to put the office stuff in the office? I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, because part of the problem with the office was trying to figure out where stuff went. Yeah. Um, and I purposely didn't even start putting together. But the you op- don't start unpacking um, small items until you've got the furniture where you want it. Yeah, and that actually, um, you know, that that was a that was a big thing here for me as well. Uh, was that um, now the bedroom over here? Like I didn't like the cube. It took a while to do because I have a couple more walls in there now. Yeah, and so I thought about oh, what, 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 do I put these maybe right by the bed maybe, or do I do I still leave them up against across the wall for me? Because I, I always like that kind of aesthetic of all this. I think it looks nice the way you've got it. Yeah, and that that was yeah. the same way I had it in my bedroom as well yeah. back in the last place. Yeah, it looks um, nice, and you have you have a nice surface to put stuff on top of if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that that'll get filled with all my plush animals at a certain point yeah. here. Um, but um, but no, yeah, figure out where your furniture is going to go. Now I had that problem with the. Um, office here because again the original way I, I measured everything I thought the bookcases would fit on top of it would fit in between one another uh-huh. but there wasn't that that amount of room I had actually so so when I took apart what was one of you several of you lived in that room actually 
over a period of time. Mm -hmm. But when I redid that room and put a, a folding bed in it and turned it into an office guest room, mm -hmm. part of the problem I had was trying to work with the furniture and buy a desk that would fit between the two bookcases and still allow for the sofa bed. And so I was measuring and, and, and online looking at all my desk options to try to figure out what would fit. And it's still a tight fit. Now, originally when I, had, when I got the desk that's in there right now, I wanted something that was at least 30 inches um, wide by mm -hmm. about you know 60 inches long. Um, because the way I measured it was that I could put it right next to my current desk and they have this almost long contiguous desk almost. Yeah. So that would fit inside there right now. And then there's a little bit of a gap in between it, but I could put it with like a, a book, a bill, another Billy bookshelf or something over there. Yeah. But um, that's not how you have it laid out. No, because the way that bookshelf works there and that window. Oh, windows are, win, windows are, windows are tricky because they don't show on a floor plan. They do if you know how to read certain floor plans, but mm -hmm because they show as a different kind of line. But um, they don't show on a lot of floor plans for apartments. Nope. And so, um, again, the original way I had it intended was that I would have the computer on one side, and then I could sw I could roll over to the other side with my chair. But, by the way, for carpeting, mm -hmm. I got rollerblade wheels for my, for my uh, office chair. Oh, oh. And so they move around really easily on carpets. Oh, nice. Because I used to have that, like, you know, that, like, plastic plaid pad you put down? Yeah. Um, I had one of those, and it started to curl at the very end. Or um, sometimes if the chair went oh, off Oh, they'll it, get brittle sometimes. Or the chair would roll off it, and then, yeah. like, the, the wheels kind of get caught on it. Yeah. So I got rollerblade wheels, and, you know, it moves perfectly fine in there now. That's an idea. Because the other thought I had as well is that I have an old rug... Because um, my first place I went, I lived at had um, hardwood floors in there, yeah. and I didn't. I was worried about my an office chair marking marking yeah. up the floor. Um, yeah. And so what I got was I got a I got a carpet to move to to have the chair on. And then I was thinking here is that well I can put that pad down and I'll put a carpet over it, and that's how I you know so that way the plastic pad doesn't come up and down at all. But then I have this nice surface to roll on and work on. And then I basically just watched a YouTube video that said like. Oh, no, just do this instead. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a much easier solution. Mission, yeah. You know. And it cost me like 25 bucks, you know. And it was very easy. And it was so easy. I was able to literally like plop off the old wheels and put the new ones on. It was like so simple. Now I have to look at that for the chair in my office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very easy. So, um, but no, but going back to the furniture side of stuff here, like figuring out where stuff went was... Um, took me a little bit here because again I was trying to figure out like for and the big thing really was the the one smaller bookcase and the table yeah you know so like I, I, I put the table I put the bookcase on the opposite side of the window and then had the table still up against the very edge of the wall yeah but I felt but I felt that it, the ingress into the room was a lot thinner and smaller so I yeah. worried about bumping into it yeah as well so that was part of the concern there so where everything is now like it works. It'll work itself out perfectly fine. Because I can now see that wall right there, and I'm thinking, what do I do with all this wall space? Yeah. And then I saw something online. It's like, oh, maybe I can figure out a way to hang my my wrestling championship belts up there. Oh, very cool. 
Yeah. There's the guy who, who hangs him up on his wall, but the way he hangs him is by putting in screws into a wall, but not screwing, not going in all the way. It's like get caught on what are the, uh, the, um, what are the, the snapping things that on jackets and pants? Yeah, snaps. The buttons or uh, yeah. buttons, yeah. So yeah. basically, like, the button kind of bu- buckles, kind of like sit in there, and so they kind of just hang off of that. Oh, I get it. Yeah. So um, I'm considering that because I'm trying to find a new place to put my title belt so it can be seen easily. But I'm not seeing anything right now. Now the problem with screws and walls is that you have to have plaster over them to to fix it. Like a nail, you can take ivory soap because most walls are th- that white. And you can take a hard bar of ivory soap. Ivory soap works the best. Okay. Um, and rub it against, rub it over the hole, and it'll fill it. But not the same with screws. Screws are too big. Screws leave a much bigger hole usually. Okay. Depends on the size of the screw, but screws usually typically leave a much bigger hole than a nail. Okay. All right. Just a thought. But the ivory snow trick, I, I sat there around um, girlfriend's apartment because when we moved John, we also had to move girlfriend, but she was moving three blocks. Oh. So, um, and because it's so hard to park thing, park cars in downtown Philadelphia, I was literally carrying boxes back and forth. Um, but um, when we were moving girlfriend, I was I, I'm like, somebody go buy me a bar of ivory, ivory soap. And they brought the bar back, and I'm just running around the apartment with all these um, thumb, you know, thumbtack holes and nail holes, just like running around the apartment, snagging all the things. Hmm. And then had to teach her how to feather, how to feather uh, uh, paint so it so it blends. Oh, yeah. There's a trick to it. Not a not a thing you typically would know usually. So huh? Not something you would typically know. No, 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 no. And you you have to you have to sort of get get a, a little a little sea sponge and and once you get the paint on the offending area, then you have to sea sponge out so that it blends. Mm. You have to kind of feather it. The next thing that I um, the next thing I would probably recommend here is gonna be a workspace or a table space. Because when you have figurines, like, again, so when I was unloading all the DVDs and books, I was putting them on my, what was going to be my second uh, hobby table. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, one of the things fa- I found out real quickly when putting all my books and everything on there is that, like, I'm running out of space quickly to put yeah. this stuff so I could yeah. so make sure that they're all there. Because it was, some of it was kind of cleaning a little bit as well. I was like, oh, there's a lot of dust on it here. Or yeah. You know, might as well clean this while I have this uh, the chance to, to before I put it back up. Yep. Um, so there's some stuff like that that I was having to do. Uh, you know, but having that extra, even just like a little folding table, you know, just so you can like have it on a stand so you could yep. put stuff into places really yeah. helped out quite a bit. Yeah. Um, the I have a little folding table that I have for the living room and a, t- I, a TV dinner table. Yeah. Yeah. And I must have used that like. Dozens and dozens of times. Those come in really handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, so, so useful here at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, having one of those, just so you can either unpack stuff onto, so you can keep track of what, what items are where and then where you're putting them, was really invaluable to me at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I've even considered getting, like, a small folding table, you know, just for the, for, for the, so I can unpack and either put it in the office or... 
put it in my like I guess what is my backyard I guess or my patio yeah I have one of those now so now you can actually use the last one was really tiny so it wasn't really a lot of and wasn't covered so it was really hard to use this one is covered yeah um, and screened and screened yeah it's nice yeah uh, I was even thinking like do I get maybe I get some plants out there or something but the other problem here is there's not a lot of sunlight that hits it, unfortunately. Well, no, you, there are plants that like shade, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, so um, that's definitely uh, a really useful tool to have here for a short, even for just a short period of time. Yeah. Um, and then I, and then the other thing from here would, I would say is have a system. You know, um, have a system for where you're gonna where everything goes and where everything collapses into. Uh, so when you need to dispose of it, you can. Uh, I found now again, if you're gonna resell the moving boxes, you know that could be a different thing here. But yeah. um, I actually, um, for me, my last place, my garbage bin was right on the way out to my car. Yeah. So literally, I could drop off garbage and then go like another twenty feet to where my car was. So it was really easy. Here, the garbage bins are at the very end of the block. You know, so uh, if you've got a couple heavy things like I did, it took a little bit to get them over there. Yeah. I found a solution for that. What's that? Cut handles. Oh. So I have a so I have a box cutter. Yeah. Um, and what I did was I cut basically. Uh, because not all boxes come with handles. No, no. Most, again, moving boxes don't even come with handles here. Depends on the box. Yeah. But um, what I found was is if I, is that I could cut little holes, little, just cut like three little cuts to make like what would be a, a handle, basically. Yeah. And what turned into what was something where like I had to have a lot of grip on, you know, I could have, you know, a fist grip, which was a lot stronger, and I could carry it a lot easier. Yeah. Um, so one of the things was that I had the big boxes for um, the monitors and the TV, which are which were relatively light for the most part, but they were awkwardly shaped. Yeah. Um, and so if I held them with my fingers, I could hold them with my fingers, but I'd have to like stop midway through walking to be like, oh, okay, drop them for just a second and pick them back up. Um, but what I found it said was that if I just, you know, these are boxes I'm just going to throw into recycling one way or another other way. So. Yeah. I just cut little holes into the sides of it here to make it like a grip, you know, and right around the place where I would have had it as a grip so I could have it, you know, be really Logically, secure. logically placed, yeah. Yeah, and that worked out really, really well for, for transporting the bo boxes that wasn't going to need anymore. Yeah. It was like, it was just like... Even even if you had a, a load in it, as long as the load was, was a reasonable weight, that would be helpful. Oh, yeah, no, again, I mean, I... It was, again, I, I found it to be really useful and it was just very easy to pick up and just kind of like, do, 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 flop into the, into the yeah. thing here at the end of the day. Very, very useful at that particular point here. Um, so do you want to know some of the things I went to the hardware store for? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious because, so, so what are your immediate needs hardware wise? So the first thing, so one of the first things I got was some PVC piping. Yeah. And um, I did that because when I got here, I didn't know what kind of shelving, shelving units I was going to have because they were still installing them at the time. Mm -hmm. So I have kind of the, the, not like a wooden bar sort of thing, but I have kind of like this great sort of version, I guess. Is yeah, the white wire, white wire shelving. Yeah. 
Um, and so what I did was I went to the hardware store and I got some PVC piping so I can hang my puppets on. Because I have puppets that I go with my cosplay costumes in. Yeah. And I figured out a hanging system for them. So they hang on my in my in one of my closets here. And they're just kind of like looking and they look nice there. Beforehand I did they weren't um, they were just kind of sitting in in there, but now they're yeah. kind of upright and they're hanging properly. Well, it's probably better for them too. Yeah. Yeah, and especially Sonic, which is very hollow but very um He's he's, he's constructed so cool. Yeah, but he's, but it's a very thin foam inside him yeah. though. Um so like there's so this makes it he's which makes him very light to carry around, but like yeah. he's, but always scares the shit out of me whenever I I transport him because him, he, yeah. because it's very easy to be like collapse the foam, get a wrinkle in the foam, and have it stay that way. He's like no, so yeah. Um, so yeah, I found a, a really neat little system for that. Um, I bought a bunch of S hooks. I actually like I really like S hooks, and especially for for what you've got there for the system you've got there. Yeah, and so... So you can hang things. Yeah, so what I used them for, actually, was for my various backpacks and bags that I have. Yeah. Because um, we have the one bag from Japan. Yep. I have a couple older um, bags as well. And they, work, they work well for women's handbags. Okay. I don't have women's handbags, but... but oh, I'm just saying, they work well for true. women's handbags. Um, and so, yeah, it's just able to loop that onto hoop, and I have a couple of those now hanging inside the closet. Very easily. Very nice. Um, I got a new shower head because I the one I had beforehand was a little dinky. I, um, this you had one, a nice broad shower head. This one, yeah, this one's a little bit bigger, so it hits me a little bit more, which is good because I'm a big guy. If, if for anybody, yeah, really, um, nobody so, needs a wimpy shower. So I've thought about it beforehand, and I kind of now wish I did this at my last place, but I decided to try the floating shelf. The floating shelf looks so awesome. Yeah. Again, it's I, really cool. I didn't know how they got put in at all initially because I was kind of figuring out, like, how does it work? And then. It must be Molly bolts? Um, well, so there's a bar bracket that goes to the very back of it first with these, like, stud poles that you put them into, and that's how they go in. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's very. Um, it, it's a very simple process. It, I don't think it took me more than 15 minutes to get it installed. And the hardest part of all of it was really just, A, finding the studs, and B, lining up the holes at the end of the day. Yeah, and stud, I mean, stud finders will help you find the studs. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a stud finder, they, I mean, they, they sound different when you knock. Yeah, and that's and I ended up just kind of like knocking on there. Yeah, you can tell when you're on them because it yeah, just, you, it's, it's just sounds, it just sounds different. Sound, yeah, it doesn't sound hollow at all. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like I... I put the one up there and just to see what it was like. And again, I got a much bigger one than I, a bigger one, and I think it works a lot better. It looks it was perfectly proportioned for that wall. Yeah, it was, yeah, and, and that was partly why I got it. Like I measured yeah. the wall ahead of time, and I was like, oh well, let me get this. And if I do this, I know sh- cap shields x y x yeah. amount of distance. inches. Yeah. Um, the other thing I got so was it's it's your Marvel Entertainment. Yeah, and one of these days I'll get like an Iron Man helmet that I'll put up there maybe or um, something Iron Man related at yeah. some point uh, to kind of add to that there. I, th- I figure, it, again, at some point. Yeah. Um, I got a bunch of picture hanging hooks. So the 3M hooks that you said beforehand, those are... Yeah. I got, I went over to the store and probably about like a couple dozen of them. Yeah. Or, or no, I got about like two cases of them, but... 
The other thing I found really nice was the 3M has these drywall hooks, which is supporting the uh, bird painting that I have. Oh. And, um, like, they they have them rated for, like, 15 pounds, 25 pounds, and 45 pounds. And, like, I really, really like them. The 3M ones, which nice, what's nice is they pull off the wall when you go to remove them. They mm-hmm. pull off the wall actually really easily. It's like, like you kind of burp them. Yeah. And um, to lose the suction grip. And uh, and so they come off the wall really cleanly. Oh, the 3M ones I have, there's a little tap that you, you, push tap. Up, you push up the thing and it kind of, the hook part and it falls off. There's a plastic lining in the back. Yeah. And then you just kind of like drag the, the, the adhesive off. Yeah. It's so easy. But these, this one here is like, literally has like some big giant hooks that go into the drywall. Oh, okay. Um, and again, it's working really well. Yeah. Um, the 3M makes some awesome stuff. Um, I also got um, some wire, some hanging wire as well. Mm-hmm. I got the clear one. I think if I go back, I'd get the metal one because the clear one was really, really hard to tie off into knots. Because uh, they slide. Yeah. I had to, yeah. so I had to do, so with Caps Shield, what I did was I, um, I got some of the clear um, stuff and I put it, it basically made it, I put it around where the the, um, the handles are in the back, around uh-huh. the metal brackets. Yeah. And then I made a second loop at the very top um, to hook onto a hook. And that's what's supporting uh, Captain America's shield here. Uh, so I don't know if I'd do that again necessarily, but it, it, it's working out so far. It looks great. Thank you. Looks really and nice. And you can still take it off the wall and play with it if you wanted to. That's yeah. Which is the real fun part of having like props yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I've hung um, my uh, my one sort of hung off the wall using the 3M brackets as well before too, and that's supported it really well in the past too. So, so now things I'm surprised you haven't hung yet. You had some fabric um, anime uh, things. Are those going to go here to here? So I haven't decided on where to put the wall scrolls here just yet. I'm trying to keep the living room as... I think the living room has enough in it. Well, I mean, I'm trying to keep all the nerdy stuff in the office as much as possible. Oh, okay. Um, so I've tr- been trying to figure out, like, if I do, because I, I, mean, I don't want to have it in a situation where, like, everywhere you go, you're just surrounded by everything nerdy. That's true. I and mean, actually, I mean, you have you have a nice proportion of things out now. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, like, the shelving for the... So one of the nice things that came with my apartment is that there's a fireplace that had kind of a banister already with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and so I was able to put another TV over there for the time being. And I have a couple um, nice statue sort of things that are over yeah. there as well that I decided that that can live there. Um, and even in, even the Marvel stuff is just in a corner kind of away from everything. Yeah. So, um, or at least in a corner where like it's not the most apparent. It's not over- overwhelming. No, this is very, it's very subtle. Yeah. Um, but so I've been trying to figure out, like, do I put more stuff here in the living room or do I just kind of, like, keep it simple for the time being? Yeah. Um, and, again, while I haven't decided on anything yet, you know, like, I got time. Yep. Um, what I really, what I'm kind of happy about as well is that I have the, um, that my sofa is light enough that if I wanted to, I could pull it back even further, yeah. Uh, which I might end up doing to make the living room feel a little bit bigger. Uh, but I, especially for my case here is like, I want to be able to 
um, set up the VR rig out here at one point. Well, yeah, but you have space underneath um, the Marvel shelf um, that you could you could put that in, right? Well, no, I could. So the VR rig basically would just be the two telescoping uh, oh, okay. poles, yeah. and then okay. Got I it. could have because I thought for a while for where. Um, the Marvel stuff is there's enough space underneath there to put like a television or something. Yeah. Um, but it's also right up against where the air conditioner is, and I want the air conditioner to be able to. Breathe well, and if you them. ever lit the fireplace as well. Yeah. Is that propane or? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't plan on ever using it. Okay. Real, in all honesty, mostly because I, a, I'm fearful if it does work yeah. or not. Yeah. Uh, and B, like, I've never owned a fireplace before, so I don't know. We how. never use ours. No, we, we did. We was. We did. We, we used to. Yeah. Very sparingly. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't want to be in that situation where like, oh well, let's try to use, let's try to use the fireplace. Well, now the person above me doesn't have a place to live anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> or the entire complex is on fire now. Oops. Yeah. I well, just wanted to be warm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I'm I'm sure it's safe. I would hope so. I mean, it looks like it's been used. Not recently, but. Hmm. I mean, so. Um, but yeah, I, I'm for me right now. I, I think I'm trying to keep the nerdy stuff out of the, out of the out of the main living space here as, as much as possible right now. Again, like there's there's time to do other stuff here. Yeah. I mean, like there's there's not uh, there's not a rush to get anything hung up here at all. Well, you have a cool you know Art Deco poster uh, ad, mm-hmm. uh, French ad that's that's hanging there, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I thought about hanging that up in the hallway. I was like, no, if I hang it up in the hallway, nobody's going to see it. No, it actually looks really cool there. Thank it's you. It's a perfect place for it. It's, it was thinking of either putting that or put it in um, up against the wall that I'm at right now, right behind me, because I think um, yeah, the other thing would work well in like a, in a uh, dining room space almost. Yeah, or the wall behind me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also bought a bunch of cleaning supplies as well. Yep. So I have got some... Uh, now I have... An abundance of scrubber pads and foam pad and uh, foam sponges and stuff like that. And moving is probably a, a good opportunity to get rid of all the old ones mm-hmm. and and you know grab some new ones. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I have a bunch of new ones here. Uh, I also got some more. Oddly enough, did you know that like hardware stores carry a lot of those like detergents and other stuff like that too? Yeah, I was really I was really surprised that like I went there, and I was just like, oh well, let's let's get. Uh, well, I mean, this is probably what I'd pay whenever at the store, anyways. Maybe a little cheaper. I'll get it here right now. Yeah, well, I mean, and other things to think about, like like, um, the hardware store will have is a, you know like a pumice stone to scrub toilets if you've mm-hmm. got a toilet ring. Although a, a well kept secret, um, Coca Cola. Yeah, there's a lot of cleaning power in Coca-Cola. Yeah, so if you if you pour Coca-Cola into a toilet and leave it sitting, mm-hmm. it will actually descale a lot. Mm-hmm. So just a that, that's what I used at my last place. Yeah. I, I purposely stopped up the uh, the toilet. Uh huh. And then just filled it with uh, Coca-Cola. Yeah. And then unclogged it. And washed it all the way, and it was like, oh, this really did do a good job of cleaning it. Yeah, so so that'll that'll get you get you a, a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are there are things that will um, help you out there. Will help you out there, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, do not use bleach and ammonia together ever. Never. Never. 
causes I, don't, I don't even use bleach at all. Well, bleach and ammonia will cause a chemical reaction. Yeah. And create a fume. Oh, no. Yeah. Won't even try that on there. Yeah. Um, some of the other things I was looking at at the hardware store were some more shelves and organizational sort of stuff here. But as I thought about it, like, I don't need that right now. Yeah. Something in the future, potentially, but I don't need that right now. No, I think you're in good shape. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I'm well spaced out here in this new apartment that I won't have to worry about that for a while, for, for a bit here necessarily. Yeah. Um, I did take the the opportunity to buy like a new screw set and some wrenches, um, but those are stuff I figured I would potentially need one way or another, anyways. Yeah, and and, and the thing is, if if you are going the IKEA route, IKEA sells a, a very nice tool set. Actually, two it. of them. I have it. Yeah, um, ha- the little, the little orange one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's actually a really good basic, uh, just little tool set oh, if you're just getting started. I've had that for almost a dozen years now, and like it's just been like so yeah. useful. Yeah. For, yeah, for the last de- ten years at Comes least. Comes in a nice little plastic container. Mm-hmm. Very easy to transport with you. Oh yeah, let me get my let me get my little toolkit out. Thing. Yeah. Plop, and it's right there. So, yeah. Yeah. Very 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 useful. Yep. Um, oh, the other thing I tried out, and I'm probably very late to this game here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I tried Amazon Fresh. Oh, I I I actually I actually use Amazon Fresh to send groceries to um, to all my children actually every now and then, even Lila. I was well, again. So I, I I have to make sure you're whoever's going to be home. Is yeah, and um, and again, like they 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 delivered within a two hour span, and it was actually yeah. very timely, and um, so like. Uh, I think on when I think I did it on Wednesday. Um, I was, it was kind of getting to the. It was I was still unpacking a lot of the office here, and I was just like, I'm hungry, but I don't really want to go out. I do, I do, you know. Let me let me look on Amazon here and I, I try this out here. And well, and, and it's Whole Foods. Yeah, it's Whole Foods. And essentially. and and they have great soup. Well, what I was really surprised about is that like some of the items that we go to the store to go get normally. Was less expensive on through Amazon through the Whole Foods online through Amazon. Well, you're gonna pay a five dollar delivery fee. No, I don't. Oh, okay. With Prime. Oh, that's true. Well, I think it depends on how much you have to order at least a certain volume. Thirty five bucks. Yeah, which isn't which is easy to get to. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, I got like some pasta and I got a couple items here, and I was like, really surprised at like, oh wow, this, if I went to the store, I know this would be more expensive at the store, like. And so like saved a little bit of money yeah. through this here at the end of the day and then had it delivered. I was just, and and I knew people had been trying to tell me to try to get me on board with it before and I was always just like, Yeah, but I like going to the store and seeing what's there and maybe, you know, maybe something's on sale and maybe yeah, I'll get I'll yeah. eat I'll eat this as a snack this week or ooh, that's on sale, let me grab a whole bunch of those or something, maybe. And I was like you know, and now mind you it's not the widest selection that they have on there either. Right. Um, and and they'll substitute for you. Yeah. They'll tell you though that they're going to, but yeah. yeah. Well, everything I got was very much name brandy sort of stuff. I think. Yeah. I think the only things I didn't get that were, weren't name brandy were like the eggs. Yeah. But they're like they're three sixty five eggs, and I was just like, yeah. All right, well. That's have, their own name brand. Yeah. Okay, so they're good for a year, I guess, maybe yeah. doubtful, but yeah. Um, but no, yeah. Um, I tried it out. Um, I would have done DoorDash a couple times here as well potentially, um, but. There's like literally right down the street from me is like dozens of different restaurants. 
Yeah, and you and you're in an interesting area too because you can go you 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 could you could have pho or um, there's a ramen place. There's a ramen place. Yeah, I'm, doesn't I'm, surprise I'm me. I'm really looking forward to the ramen because you're place. across from a from a, a Asian market. Yeah, so ranch right, ranch ninety nine. Yeah, so there's a ran- so like there's an Asian market to the left of me. There's the a whole bunch of different restaurants, including a couple Asian ones over to my right. They've also got like. Panda Express, McDonald's. There's a whole bunch of restaurants just right down the way for me here too. Like, it was to the point here where it's kind of like, you know what? One of the, you know, like either like on Saturdays or something, yeah. or like one once a week here. I'm just going to stop up and go through each one of these places one by one. I'll just start at the right and go down to the left. Yep. And just kind of work my three way through every single restaurant and just figure out like which ones I like the most or. Which ones I want to, which ones I'll order from, or how they work, you know? Like, yeah, no, you dying. There's a you know ramen place out by us that's not bad, but it's not you know having had it in in Japan, it's not the same. Well, I mean, like I haven't had ramen in a long time either, yeah. so it's like it was like, mm. yeah. Even even if the noodles are kind of chewy, I'll, I'll 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 accept that. I'm willing to bet it's pretty good. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, uh, I've definitely got a Japanese name. There's a noodle house place here as well that like does, has like a whole bunch of what looks like to be really appetizing Chinese food there too. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Oh, to you're, you're in a great, yeah, it's a, it's a great food location. Very excited for that kind of stuff here. Um, so yeah, moving as a nerd, kind of like moving as a normal person, I would imagine, but it's the little things that you don't think about beforehand that you, that you have to kind of remind yourself about. Yeah. Um, cause again, I mean, like I hadn't thought about, now again, like they, the mover, my movers did pack up some of my figurines at the end of the day, um, and thankfully nothing got damaged at the end of the day, so I'm I'm grateful for that. Um, but uh, the other thing I do need to go back to the hardware stores get is to get a little bit of super glue. Super glue and and gorilla group glue probably things to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because some stuff did get a little damaged. Um, some things have snapped, but. All that are all of it is uh, fixable at the end of the day here too, so um, very doable from the hardware store at this point right now. Okay, well that's good. That's good news. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um, now I did have now I did have a an offer to help me unpack stuff, but like I, I was a little weary of that. Kind of want to just get it done myself. I think. Well, and I think unpacking, you just kind of want things to go where you want, and you want to know where they went. Yeah. I mean, we used to have a housekeeper who used to, like, if you left it out, she'd put it away. You wouldn't find it for months. Yeah. I found some fabric that I had left out um, in with your father's T-shirts. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, so I mean, if you let somebody else unpack, the unfortunate thing is, is that unless it's really logical, and it's, a lot of it's like, like, so do you want glasses here? Do you want silverware in this drawer? I mean, so I think unpacking's tough. Yeah, like I have a whole bunch of, um, like, canteen-style, like, th- containers, essentially. Uh-huh. Um, I also got, like, a bunch of tumblers, uh, coffee tumblers from work as well. Like, I was trying to figure out, like, where do I put these? I don't really, I don't use these all that often. So, I mean, so I... Thankfully, like, I have a bunch of extra shelves in my new place, in my kitchen, so I have it over there. Mm-hmm. Um, even just the addition of this little, like, pantry sort of thing, little yeah. little part there. Like, yeah. I was... I That's was like, nice. Like, what do I... 
what do I put inside there? The other problem here is staples like like flour and cereal and yeah, but like that was what the top of the refrigerator was for for a long time. Oh, no, do you have a nice pantry? Yeah, um, the other problem I had as well is where do I put the garbage can? Oh, oh, that is that is a, a problem. So I put it in the place that you would probably expect it. Underneath the sink. No. Actually, the sink is very crowded underneath here. Um, I actually put it right next to the oven. Oh. So um, so before where I would put my pots and pans in there, I put my pots and pans in the pantry thing there instead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because um, there's a lot of space inside there for it. So one of the ones, um, the shelving to the, the door to the right of the oven, I basically took down the shelf and I put the garbage can in there. Oh, very good. Okay. Um, and I got a slightly garbage, smaller garbage can to accommodate for that. Yeah, to fit. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I'll take out my garbage a little bit more often now, which will be the idea. That's a nice walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, definitely new things to think about in my new place. Very cool. Thank you. Yeah. You got a lot of upper cabinets, too. Yeah. And it was, I wasn't expecting to have all the cabinets there, but not very thankful for having all the cabinets. Yeah. Kind of reminds me back um, before you redid the um, the kitchen in in, in our home. house, yeah, yeah. So think of how open that would look if you didn't have all those upper cabinets. It would look very open. Yes, but do I? I don't really need it to be open. Yeah, you don't. So, uh, also, really, again, if you have an older TV, mm-hmm. a Google, a Chromecast, I think is very useful. I, I've spent a number of I've I've spent. Um, so now you're not a big TV watcher. I'm not technically, um, but I watch a lot of media, and so yeah. I watch either a lot of Netflix or um, I'm getting into a lot of Amazon Prime now. I know there's quite a number of people who do like Hulu and Disney Plus and things like that. Because there are all sorts of series uh, now, I and mean, network TV is really kind of kind of stuck on itself. Yeah. Um... I think there's still room for network TV at the end of the day. It's just, I know I'm just not watching a lot of network. It's not real exciting. It's not, not only is it not really exciting here, like I'm also just kind of over with commercials. I'm about that too. Like I, I really just don't, even when I, I mean like I've, it's the amount of times I've had, I've thought about getting like you, like the premium YouTube TV YouTube service just yeah. to avoid like the, the, the commercials the yeah just to avoid the five and ten fifteen second commercials I was just like yeah how much time am I really saving by paying Google paying YouTube to avoid that here yeah yeah you know like you know at the end of the day like most of these you can skip real quickly here and and at the end of the day here like it's better to, I could use the 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 ad skipper stuff out there as well. Um, but when I do that, the people that would, the people that get the revenue off the ads don't get that revenue at all. Yeah. So like, I would feel bad for a content creator on YouTube. Um, oh, so, if, so if I only watch the first couple seconds of the ad and I skip it? No, 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 no. It, it, so like there are, there are, there are software that you can get for your computer, usually free. Um, that's, uh, I believe called ad blockers. And basically what it does is like, so if you went to go watch a YouTube video, it would block the ad so they didn't pop up before the video starts. Oh. 
or they okay. would minimize the amount of ads on, or they would basically make it so the ads don't appear on websites in some cases. Yeah, I'm aware of it from to stopping the pop-up ads. Which, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, they would, they would basically like just blank out the ad space on your on website you would go to as well. Um, and I know, I, I've, I know Pop uses it on his computer because I've told him about it. Yeah. Um, but I don't because um, it's been my understanding from YouTube creators here, or at least from... From content creators? From content creators that I've, that I've listened to and they've spoken about it here, where if those ads don't get triggered at the end of the day, they don't get any revenue. revenue. They, they lose some of the revenue on those videos at the end of the day. Um, Interesting. And I know that for some um, people here at the end of the day, you know, like those ads make a difference here for their for their video for their well, content. It's part, of, it's part of their revenue. Yeah. Um, but going back to the entire TV thing, yeah, I don't, I don't really watch a whole lot of. I, I watch a lot of YouTube and I listen to a lot of music and podcast. Um, even just cooking out here just yesterday, so I went I cooked some pork chops here yesterday. Um, and I have the Chromecast, which lets me broadcast my, my the content from my phone onto the TV, mm -hmm. and I could turn I could turn the volume up really high on that to watch to listen to my podcast here, or uh, or especially when I was having because um, I have a new rule here that like food doesn't go into the office, um, so I have so I use my dining room table to actually dine on now. <laughs> I know, which is very... A unique idea. I know. Um, but I was able to kind of watch um, um, Prime, um, Prime, uh, Amazon Prime out here. So I was able to watch um, TV out here, for example. Uh, and so I was watching, I think, uh, right now I'm working through The Boys. Oh, how is that? Uh, violent. Oh. Um, so not my thing. Uh, it's not that it wouldn't be your thing here. It's just... Um, it, it's it's hard to know. Um, I mean, that's the, maybe that's a, a episode all itself. Yes, there there is an, there is an episode there is an episode for us on superheroes if it were real. Yeah. Um, because I think because um, I, th I know there's an because they recently came up with a new series called um, Invincible, which is an animated series, but it is not um, not it, for kids. No. Um, you know there. You know it's not for kids when there's a reactionary video for it that reminds you of the Red Wedding. Ooh. And and watching and watching people's reaction to that was like, oh, it was, it was, having known what was coming up and having watched having watched it already, I was just like, yeah. and then watching other people's reactions to it, you're just yeah. like, who are all going into it cold and don't know anything about it. It's funny because it's it's tantalizingly horrible what's happening, but at the same time you're just kind of like, ooh, what? How are they going to how are they going to squirm when this happens? Yeah, this is a lot like like back in the day uh, taking somebody to see Jaws if you'd already seen it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I saw it the first time with somebody who'd already seen it who, who grabbed me at the waist when it when the thing happened and I was like <laughs> jumped out of my seat. Um, so yes, there's there's that. Um, there's also the boys, which has been very popular. I'm still working through the first season of that. Um, I would also recommend The Incredibles as a very realistic version of superheroes. Yeah. Um, because I, because I and I always thought it, to me for a long time The Incredibles was my favorite um, 
Pixar movie. Yeah. Um, just because I felt it took the superhero genre, like, very seriously. Plus, it was Brad Bird that did it. Like, Brad Bird makes cool stuff. Well, I mean, a lot of it is, is it's, you know, it, it's okay, so these are superheroes. Then then what happens? Do they have a life? Yeah, or what happens? You actually got to see superheroes having a life, which you usually don't get to see. No. And again, and I find that, and I think that's what's very interesting about Invincible and then The Boys as well. But I think that's another, we'll get to that yeah. in another podcast yeah. here. Uh, but for this podcast here, we'll, we have all of our show notes that we'll put up here and all the recommendations for a nerdy move, as I'm calling it here, mm-hmm. um, onto our website at the nerdtutorialpodcast.com. Um, and then if you have further comments or you want to continue the discussion with us, we post on our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash nerdtutorialpodcast, all is one word. And then if you have ideas or future t- uh, topics or you want to see some of our previous topics that we're following as well, you can see us on Twitter at nerd underscore tutorial. And again, if you have ideas for future topics, we'd love to hear them here as well. But on behalf of my mom and myself, we hope you guys stay safe out there still in these weird times. And we'll see you guys again next time. Bye. Bye.